You are listening to the Calm Down Podcast, the podcast where candid, thought-provoking and rare conversations happen while amplifying people's stories around the world. Here, we take it one day at a time and also rant on simple cuts people don't observe or are just oblivious to. I am your host, Viola Ekene. I am an on-air personality, podcaster, YouTuber and content creator. Hey, 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 hey. Thank you for clicking the play button to listen to this episode. Welcome to episode 29 of the Calm Down Podcast. It always feels like a dream to me whenever, you know, I am... talking about what number of episodes we're in because I can't just believe we've done 29 episodes of this podcast. We've done it. Like, we've done it. It still blows my mind every single time. I'm still trying to wrap my mind around it. But anyways, that's about that. How are you? Tell me, how are you doing? I hope you're good. I hope you're fine. I hope you're okay. And how is September already for you? Um, I'm getting a lot of good news from people that September is starting out really well for them. From friends and, you know, acquaintances and I'm so happy and I hope September is also you know starting out well for you and for me September is really cool for me like it's it's starting out well okay I just hope another 2020 doesn't have another um blow in store for us (laughs) this September but all in all I hope you're doing absolutely amazing so I cannot wait for us to get right into the story for this episode in case you do not know or if this is your first time listening to this podcast so we have a new series called I don't think I should use the word new anymore because we've had up to like four no we've we've had up to like four stories yeah we've had up to like four stories on this and stories around the world series is basically where I give my platform my podcast platform to you to share your story so I believe everybody in this world has a story which can be from our unique experiences things we've gone through and overcame things we're going through currently going through but we're learning so much from or you know an event that you've witnessed happen i believe everyone has a story and there is something so powerful about sharing and owning our story by doing that we connect with people by sharing our story we own our narratives ourselves because i feel like it's so painful when someone tells your story for you because then they miss out on some very important details for you so that is why i have given this platform away to you listening to share your story and then if there is one thing i've learned from the story stories that I've been getting is how people have different realities of life. Like what you think right now is the reality of life. What is your reality of life is someone else's different story. Like it's so amazing and I've learned so much listening to so many stories and from this I've also learned some social issues that are not addressed quite often. These are some things that people like are really really going through. So I'm so grateful for this new series um, Stories Around the World. It's been amazing and thank you guys so so much for your feedbacks your reviews your voice messages i see them and i just wanted to say i appreciate them thank you so so much thank you so um let's head over to the story for this episode this one story is one that i enjoyed listening to it's a story of process of growth i'm not just going to spew the whole tea i'm just going to allow you to listen to the story so make sure you don't go anywhere just keep on listening and i'll be right back after the story to share my thoughts on it as usual hello my name is ebunel chizuba and i am nigerian and 20 years of age i'll get right into sharing my 
pace. Growing up in a family of separated and eventually divorced parents, I know firsthand how it feels to be out of place. I was four when my parents initially separated, and before then, I have strong memories of them getting along poorly, aka fighting. Maybe this affected my relationship with other children in the neighborhood. Or didn't. Maybe I was just a disagreeable child. Or do I refuse to tell or think of any child I come across as disagreeable? No matter how much they set the kettle to boil in my head. Please get the picture. When I was attending Catechism classes for the First Holy Communion at the age of seven or eight, I remember a particular class I attended wearing a pair of Yulonikas. I remember it was baggy and had what looked like razor cut trimmings. It was decent. At least my dad thought so before agreeing I'd be asking me to wear it there. My own is that he was aware and allowed it. But boy, kids can be mean. There was this particular girl. I remember she was wearing a halter top that looked old and a short jeans skirt. She came at me for my baggy knickers that were down to my knees or even past it if I recall correctly. As a child, I was bad at confrontations and avoided them with all my might because I didn't know how to handle them, usually I lost. Now as a young adult, I go for it if it's necessary and I don't mind losing or winning. What I mind now is the fact I didn't keep my thoughts to myself and anything we have is screwed off. During my childhood years, when faced with confrontation, especially of that sort, you have to have a sassy best friend if you are not sassy. And luckily for me, I had me one at a time. She fought my battles as well as any soldier could have. You get my drift. So, my best friend came at this girl and defended at me, pointing out the girl, other girl's worst clothes. If you grew up in a small town, especially one where there are many average families, children can warn you out. The girl refused to back down or at least she held her ground until the end. Safe to say, my side won this round. But I learned my first lesson when my parents were concerned. They won't always be right in making decisions for me. Shall I never mistakenly wore something that is not scared to cactus in classes again? Oh, and I, I, and I, and that girl never became friends. If I keep recounting incidents growing up where the absence of one parent, my mom in this case, made me feel off, yet too numerous. My mom had been consistently absent since I was four. I did get an absence. Thanks to being an introverted kid from watching a lot of TV and reading books. Not by choice, but I was made fun of because of it. Some things I recall that makes me feel sorry for my younger me, for my younger self, were incidents like when I carried beans to school. Usually barely anyone in my class used to. Another one was the case I carried fries to school, including plantains, yam and potatoes. My dad used to like buying softened plantains. And when it's fried, it's noticeably soggy. He also likes to slice yams and potatoes in large sizes, not that aesthetic thing cuts my classmates had. While I don't mind some of these things now, I felt like an outsider back then for it. The major downside to all this was the realization that my situation was not common. Separation and eventual divorce were not popular in Nigeria back then. The fact I came from a family like that became something I used to make excuses for my misbehaviors. After all, many were not in my shoes, so they wouldn't get it. Depression and suicidal tendencies followed, especially after a certain discovery that made me convinced that everyone would be better off if I was gone. To feel useful and worthy enough to stick around, I tried my best in everything, even though I was only good at few, to be faultless. This resulted in me being quick to cast the blame because I can't look like I could have a fault. This was my thought then, but I don't think it was articulated like this. Of course, I wanted to look good always. That's the point. I don't know how I survived boarding school being this way then. Okay, maybe I do. 
Just an idea here, maybe some facts. I was cool smart enough, acted confident, even though I didn't feel it, and people liked me. Whatever that was, I have no clue. I think when it dawned on me that something might be wrong with me was when I had a conversation with someone I considered as a mentor back then. After she graduated from secondary school, I was still in senior class, I went to see her at her house. We were talking and she told me that there were so many things she had come to know in those few months she'd been out of school that if she had known earlier, she would have done things differently. Now, my mentor was perfect to me. She was my role model and I couldn't have imagined her doing things any differently. She's that wonderful. I remember thinking a year or so after I was finished with secondary school, what I could have done differently. And I couldn't think of one thing. That meant I was still the same person. And that was so bad. I wasn't growing. Eventually, coming in contact with certain people who introduced me to certain books and people started to grow me. All of a sudden, okay, maybe this is stretching things a little too far. That growth was overdoing my opinion. I knew that I could have done things differently. I knew what I could have done differently. I felt sad the knowledge was only just coming to me. But I was happy that I came to know it at all. One major thing that characterized my life from an early age, that is, since senior secondary school, is that I tend to travel a lot by myself. The thing is, I make friends easily and used to lose them as fast. <laughs> so while my friendship lasts or runs its course, I visit you and you visit me too sometimes. <laughs> Oftentimes, that visiting takes me out of town and if our parents know each other, it's a sleepover. I'm simplifying things. One thing that staying with different people, including extended family, has stopped me and I would know I've stayed mostly with my own and have family since I was 16 and I'm soon to be 21, is to learn to know my place. The fact that you have family or friends with someone is absolutely no grounds for you to be all in their business or dictate their lives or criticize and give unwanted opinions. People really don't like that. As someone who's lived with a family that is not my immediate family for right now, I know better than to be certain free in quotes around them. If you know me, you'll know that I'm polite to a painful degree. I can be very formal over an extended time. Even as I open up to people, reversing to formality when the situation demands it is easy for me. This started as a defense mechanism against others hurting me, but has become my norm now. So be assured I will not overstep boundaries with you. Not your place, in quotes, is a mantra that rings in my head at so many intervals and levels. Do I still override this automatic reflex of mine sometimes? Yes. Do I regret it? Sometimes. I'm not a bad friend, and if you're my friend and act in a certain way that I know will hurt you, I'd get up in your face, boundaries forgotten, and tell you outright because I'm for your good and my safety. Yep, I'm talking safety of my emotional and mental health. Finally, as a Christian that I am, I believe and know from God's word that knowing our place and time to act is an application of the wisdom of God, which is not external to the believer. And we keep having as long as we just know it. So with all this said, I'm grateful I grew. I'm grateful I'm still growing. And I'm sharing this so that if you are in my situation or have been, or has passed, this is it. Just keep going steadily. Don't push yourselves. Don't try too hard. Just do you and trust in your process always. Thank you. You see, this story right here is a story of growth and how we most times underestimate how important the process is. You know, I love the part and towards the ending where she said, do not stop growing and also trust your process. And 
I always say this, that the day you stop growing is the day that you start to die, honestly. And growth here comes in different forms. There is mental growth, there is spiritual growth, emotional growth, um, psychological growth. There are so many aspects of growth. And if there is one thing I've picked from her story and to think she is 20 years old and, you know, that that's what is amazing about our generation. Before then, people, permit me to say, people weren't as really wise, like, as per se, has young people of this generation. But now you see children of like, I don't even know if using the word children here like is appropriate, but you see young people of 18, 20 years with so much wisdom. And it has a lot to do with technology. Even the Bible said it, that knowledge shall increase. And I'm so happy that she's so cautious of her growth and reminded me of, you know, of so, so many things. There was one point where she mentioned that after she graduated from secondary school and she reevaluated to see if she was still the same person or if, you know, there was something new she learned. There was something somewhere she mentioned um something like that and she realized she didn't and it, it reminds me so much of how we move on so fast with life that sometimes we don't sit down to evaluate our process to evaluate our growth okay this past season of my life what did i learn did i pick up anything you know with all that has happened this year 2020 some of us will still not sit down to ask ourselves okay i know this year was tough i mean a lot of um unplanned events happened and you know things that we never imagined happened but what has it taught me how has my growth this year been some people do not do that and a life of someone that doesn't that that lives a life of not constantly evaluating themselves that life is a life doomed to have a lot of mistakes because you're just moving you're not even stopping to ask yourself okay this direction i'm even moving is it the right direction okay the distance that i've moved what have i learned that will help me to keep moving do you understand so this story is a very therapeutic one for me and i hope it is for you because I learned so, so much from it. It's a story that really, really highlights how much, you know, growth is really important and also evaluating our process, our journey, our growth. It is so, so vital. You know, there's another angle to this story that I picked up and it's the effects of separation um, of parents on children. I love to just talk about a lot of social issues because these things are hardly ever talked about, but these things mold and shape the way a lot of people are. Some people are what they are today in terms of their character, in terms of their mindset because of foundation and environment they grew up in, which is largely, mostly the family setting. And it just made me, it, 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 it just showed me a little bit of how living in an environment maybe where the parents are constantly fighting or never in good terms affects the child you know socially when it comes to relating with other children and when it comes to you know them making some certain decisions in their life and like it's a lot y'all i just love these stories around the world because it just helps me to see different realities of life for people you know what people are really going through they, they, they are telling it themselves this time around you're not interviewing them or streamlining their story to your interview questions but this time you're just telling them to talk and i'm so happy about that okay and i'd love you to be a part of the stories around the world series you have a story everybody in this world has a story even a baby has a story yes it's just that they can't just share it now because you know obviously they can't just talk yet or properly articulate a story but everybody has a story i have a story i have shared countless of my stories at different points in this podcast and i know that you also have a story and i want you to share that 
story here. The same way that you come here to listen to other people's story, it either inspires you, it sparks up something in you. Your story is going to do that for someone else too. So please, I need you to share your story. And you don't need to bother about asking yourself questions like, okay, how am I going to do this so that, you know, I don't mess up? Don't worry. I created a story prompt to guide you in recording your story. All you have to do is to click the link in the description box of this episode to download your story prompt. The story prompt is a guide, okay? It has every necessary things, like step that you have to take. And it's so simple. It's not even complicated. Very, very simple, okay? And I also understand that some people are more comfortable in writing their story. Not everybody can, you know, whip out, you know, whatever recording device they, they have or use and start talking and about their story like this. I, I know that some people are more comfortable writing their story and by writing, they better articulate their thoughts and their feelings well. That is amazing. If you want to write your story, please write your story, attach it as a file and send it to ekeneviola at gmail.com. My email address is in the description box of this episode. You can click on it to send it as a mail to me and it will be read in the subsequent episode of the podcast. And of course, if you want me to keep you anonymous, beautiful, I mean, if you um, listen to other episodes, you know that there are some, you know, people that have submitted their story that pleaded anonymity and of course they were kept anonymous. So that is not a problem. So I need you to do me a favor. I know you enjoyed this episode. Please, on that podcast app you're using to listen to me right now, I need you to drop a review of this podcast. Please drop me five star ratings and of course tell someone about the Calm Down podcast today. Please listen. Whenever you listen to my podcast and you love it, do not go away with the thoughts of, you know, excitement of how much you've learned. I'd love to hear your thoughts, okay? That is why I have included the option for you to drop your voice messages. So in the description box of this episode, there is a link that you can click on that will enable you to drop me a voice message. Express yourself. If you have any more, um, if you have more opinions about this podcast or this particular episode, if you have a contribution or you just want to share how an episode made you feel, please, I really love to listen to those feedbacks they make me so so happy and you know it's very very encouraging so there's a link to drop me a voice message in the description box click on it drop me a voice message and it will be featured in the next episode of the podcast which is episode 30 so please drop me a voice message and do not worry even if i have already done episode 30 and you're listening to this whatever subsequent episode of the podcast that voice message will be featured and please if you love this podcast and you'd love to support for the expansion of this podcast and production of new episodes um, expansion like getting a new microphone and other recording devices that would be so appreciated you can do that on a platform called shukran so shukran is a platform that has been created for you to support your favorite content creators to encourage them in their content creation journey you can do this by tipping them any amount of money for as low as 100 naira or one dollar so the link to my shukran account will also be in the description box click on it and and tip me any amount that support is needed okay and if you'd love to support monthly by becoming a patron of this podcast please use our patreon account and choose any membership level of your choice i'd really really appreciate that all you have to do is to click the link in the description box all links are in the description box if you also love to support our anchor the link is in the description box just click on it and do not forget to follow this podcast page on social media on instagram at the underscore calm underscore 
underscore down underscore podcast. Just know there is an underscore um, after each word, the Calm Down Podcast. And on Twitter at the podcast calm. If you want to tweet at us at Twitter, on Twitter rather, you can use the hashtag Calm Down Podcast. Okay. Please, whenever you listen to this podcast, you love it. Hype it. Please, I need that social hype. It's really important because it's going to increase the visibility of this podcast. So, yeah, guys, that's all for this episode. I hope you learned so much for, from it. I hope you loved it. I hope you're doing absolutely amazing, you know, because I'd love to check up on you because I love you, okay? So always remember this, okay? Trust your process. Trust your growth. Do not stop growing and always evaluate your journey. When you evaluate your journey, if there is something you've noticed that you're not doing right, then readjust. Readjust your focus, readjust your lens and keep moving. You know, there was this tweet I saw on Twitter. Someone said, keep moving. Even if you're crawling, make sure you're moving forward. Just make sure that you are always moving. All right. So please make sure you're always growing. Okay. In this case, make sure you're always growing. Take some time to reevaluate yourself. And if there are people that are becoming toxic in your life, you distance yourself from them. And if there are people that you're becoming toxic to in their life, you also distance yourself from them. All right. I'll see you in episode 30 make sure to take care of yourself and of course i always keep on saying this don't give up on 2020 yet love you bye